0: Welcome to the K-pop cast. I'm your K-pop host, Stephanie, and I'm joined by our PD
1: name, Michaela.
2: Yes, hello everybody.
0: And as always, we're joined by our K-pop DJ, P-Lo. Ooh. Man, I
1: wanted to say yes, hello everybody, but Michaela got it first. <laughs> uh, I'm not letting you take it this doing time. that. Hello everyone.
0: Anyways, today we'll be talking about
1: Blackpink's Kill This Love. Letting you know if this song is Daybok or not. But before we dive into that, first, our hit replays. Three.
0: Replays are songs we recommend y'all listen to on replay for the week. Michaela. Yes. I am really excited for yours. Looks like there's a <laughs> lot of folks involved in your hit replay.
2: This is actually a hit replay I've been wanting to talk about for a really long time because it's one of those like iconic songs of 2019. So we've got Jackie Y, Young B, Ocean Gun, Han Yohan on the song Ding, produced by Giddy Boy. So if you want to know what like the middle school kids and the high school kids in Korea are listening to, this is the song. Yes, I feel like my
0: tastes really align with that demographic.
2: Yeah, so, but <laughs> This has been a banger. banger my favorite clear. parts have to be Han Yohan's rap at the end. He really brings this like energy to the closing of the song. But my favorite lyrics from the song definitely come from Jackie Y because she's the only female rapper on the lineup, and she talks in her verse about how there's this stigma in Korea about how female rappers in Korea only last for two years and then their career dies. But she says, "I've been at this for five years, and probably after this winter ends, I'll still be here in the summer. So I'm still going to be surviving." Hey. <laughs> And a little Korean lesson is, I don't know, maybe you guys have heard of this little song by this group. I don't know. Their name is BTS. It's called Dang.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I might have heard of that.
2: Yeah, you might have heard that one. Dang is like the antithesis of Dang. So ding is the song that you say when you've like you've succeeded or you've got something right and dang is the sound that you make when you've failed so they're really hyping themselves up in this song they're saying like we are ding oh. but Peter what is your hit replay
1: for this week you, you click on the teaser icon or image for this song you're like okay what is this it's this is like another luna mm. like knockoff girl group and then you, then you hear <laughs> the music we need. and the bass it hits you hard <laughs> and then you're like <laughs> oh shiz, I'm not ready for it. And then it builds and then the drop mm. happens. And then it becomes a hit replay. <laughs> and everyone was feeling this song. In fact, I was trying to get y'all to make this a hit replay for the longest time, but I, I finally know. have a chance to talk about it this episode. And even some of our listeners were like, how come you guys aren't talking about Everglows? No, they let bon us bon have bon it on Twitter.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. We're
1: not sleeping on it, guys. We love it. The choreo for it is also hella dope. I love it. So give it a listen. Everglows Bonbon mm. bon Chocolate It goes hard. Go up to the sky. Run, A contemporary hit. What's your hit replay? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Contemporary is right Uncle Steve Aoki is back With another Uncle K-pop Steve. collab I know, mm-hmm. Uncle Steve This time with none other than Monster X mm. They came out with a song called Play It Cool And I cannot help but dance in my chair And I would love to see this live It's a classic Club bopping beat And one of the parts I really like Is when Ju Honey I learned that his, his name is Ju Honey <laughs> yes. From the YouTube he says, like, yes, I speak French. We! Oui. <laughs> Super cute to just yeah. throw that in there. Please give it a listen. Maybe I like the way that you can move around the place, and when you dance in my face, so I just play it.
2: found out that I got tickets to see Monster X in what? concert when they're here in August. Yeah, so this is the one song that I'm really excited to hear. Although, I'm a little sad that IM's verse got cut in this English version, so I'm still going to be listening to the Korean version. Hopefully we get to hear him perform that live. Sounds like he needs to work on his
0: English lessons to be
2: ready. <laughs> well, actually, It's funny because he's the only fluent English speaker know, right? in Monster X.
1: Yeah. Hey, just because you're fluent doesn't mean you mm. got it. Anyway, that's it for this week's hit replays. Moving on to our Tabak or not for Blackpink's Kill This Love. No.
0: So ominous. Killing it. Murder.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, But it comes out at an interesting time, guys. Like, they're coming off of a really hot U.S. press tour. They're about to perform at Coachella. Mm. What do you think of this timing?
2: Well, I mean, in the broader context of YG, I think this is really important for them that this comeback does well. With all the scandals that have been coming out this year, I think it's important for YG to start putting out things that are good for the clinic and not
1: negative. Generally, labels try doing that, but I think it's been YG's strategy to try to do stuff bad for, for the company, it seems to me. But, but you know, they took a real experiment here, trying to do something good for once. Wow. I'm
2: not in the corner of people who think that this comeback was only happening because they want to cover up their scandal and get the conversation away from all of that. Uh, I think
0: it'll definitely have a bit of that effect, especially yeah. because it will make all of our fans turn our focus to Blackpink trying to enter the U.S. market, like specifically with their performance at Coachella, which is going to be streamed on YouTube, by the way, fun fact. Oh, um, nice. Everyone's going to be focused on that to see how they perform, how the audience reacts, and it'll give all of us a much-needed break from the scandals going on back home in Korea. Yeah, so we They were really
2: utilizing YouTube with this comeback, too. They did that premiere when it was first released during the first 24 hours. Stephanie, from the YouTube side of it, is it putting a mm-hmm. video on premiere allows you to see real-time, like, who's watching it, who's commenting yes. on it? And we know that they broke records.
0: They totally did. They broke all kinds of records. I mean, just like they did with du du I think it's important that YG kind of hyped up this release as going to be even bigger and better than du du, which was the mm. record-breaking song of the century right? So kind of hyping it up, releasing it on YouTube with the premiere feature. So it really feels like an event that everyone around the world can participate in is a really smart move.
1: Blackpink (laughs) in everyone's area. So kicking it off with a message in the lyrics, there have been a host of theories out there on the YouTubes. On the Reddit's, on the interwebs, and if you ask this particular K-pop podcast host, I would say a lot of them are very far-fetched. Simply put, mm. <laughs> you guys, like breakfast, first meal of the day, like that just doesn't mean anything to me. Like, I, I don't think the creators of the song are trying to say anything with that. If you look like at some of the theories, a lot of them revolve around that. Mm. Simply put, this is just a breakup song, right? And not mm. only is it a breakup song where you might feel sad from the breakup, which we actually see uh, Rosé feel sad at one point and driving off in the car, being a slave to her emotions. but She
2: goes through it in this music video.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. The Oscar goes to... This is an empowering breakup song, because not only are you ending the relationship, you're going to kill it. It's like, you know what? Screw it. Like, let's kill this love. Just... Blow it up. Yeah. Nuclear option. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's a lot of very, like, self-explanatory symbolism in the music video. You see the uh, symbol of love, the Greek goddess Aphrodite, mm. who is shattered, blown to pieces because <laughs> that love is killed. So that's it for the message and the lyrics. For the most part, there's some other, like, really sharp, fun, lyrical wordplay that I really like. Mm-hmm. In the third chorus, they're very patronizing. They say, like, yeah, it was sad, but it's time to go. As if they don't even care anymore. They've mm-hmm. moved on. Exactly. I think this is a very, it's a mature,
0: more grown-up message for them, right? There was one comparison, I forgot who made it, but someone said that Lisa started out talking about in Boombayah, I don't want a boy, I need a man. But now this song (laughs) is like, I don't need a man at all. I don't need anyone. Mm. I can kill this love whenever I want. So they've grown up from the message of their debut And can't wait to see what happens next. All right, let's take it to the visuals. Concept, choreo, looks. I feel like we say this all the time, but there's so much going on. So many concepts in one video. (laughs) (laughs) I really like how our friend Tamar, who's over there in Korea covering BTS, so jealous. I really liked how (laughs) she described the visuals and the concepts of Kill This Love. She says, while vacillating between ultra-futuristic and classically-influenced imagery with crowns, gowns, stained glass, sophisticated streetwear, and Tomb Raiderette, looks making appearances. Mm-hmm. So as you can see, many different costumes. They have this rough and tumble look Mm -hmm. and in the choreo which they're like firing big guns and have weapons and stuff but they also have costumes that are very feminine and and Greek goddess like, like Peter mentioned. So that really brings us to the theme of the duality which tries Mm. to show the swinging between extremes and emotions that people go
1: through in a relationship right before they're about to break up. I was looking at their outfits and I thought like, wow Wow. <laughs> they're so skinny <laughs> like, I, I don't know <laughs> oh, yeah, but, I thought I that too like, I, I don't think they're at the point of malnourishment Yet maybe I don't know, but yeah,
2: because there's a lot of crop yeah, the out- the tops so you really don't see help how small them.
1: Their waists are <laughs> yeah, you know,
2: especially with the the Tomb Raider esque outfits. True.
0: We're worried about the girls. Someone fly them a cheeseburger. Yeah, there was a
2: little controversy around one of their outfits. <gasps> the first scene that Lisa shows up, she has these box braided like ponytails. Uh, it's right. not really bra- braided on her scalp. It's actually like coming out like a ponytail extensions. Obviously, Twitter had something to say about it. Taylor Gibbs at tete for Life 2020 said, Blackpink's new song is pretty lit, but why is Lisa wearing box braids? And the bigger question is, why are people saying that it's not cultural appropriation? Because it most certainly is. And full stop, our hair is not just for profit and showing the rebellious side.
0: Ooh, she is so right. Just on its face, the first time I watched the music video, I didn't even give it a second thought, to be honest. But yeah, on, on seeing this commentary, I do notice the pattern that... When a girl group or even boy groups, we all remember like Big Bang or whoever wore braids and cornrows, that when they're trying to look hard, trying to look gangsta, then only then do they bring out the braids. It would almost be better if they... Put in braids for a cute Iggyo concept. <laughs> no one would mm-hmm. complain about that.
2: There's also that bigger thing about the way that Lisa raps in the video. A majority of her raps are in English, and she puts on what people like. People call it like the Iggy Azalea black scent kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like when she speaks English and when she's rapping, she's using very different intonations. So it kind of adds to that whole idea of you're more appropriating than appreciating the culture.
1: Looking at the cohesive concept of the music video itself. It really strongly reminded me of their forebears, or front runners, the to anyone <laughs> leader group. And their songs Can't Nobody and I Am The Best. Just in terms of like, oh, mm. like it's almost like scene by scene, like the same formula. Yep. Even if it is formulaic, I think it plays to their advantage. I agree, agree. On that note of copying 21 and providing Uh-oh. all of yg's backup <laughs> dances. there is that drum line at the end Do you guys notice it reminded me of after school yeah <laughs> after school bang did. yes
2: although in their case they were actually the ones playing the drums but the imagery is definitely similar i loved that song
1: i'm gonna go listen to it after this even though it's that humongous drum line behind them the faces are very anonymized with that stereotypical like drummer hat, <laughs> marching band yeah. hat. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Ooh, Especially, yeah. I think mm-hmm. it, it gives each of the girls their own spotlight in the front of the stage. The choreography itself, though, in the chorus, I kind of hated it at first, but I've gone like 180 on it. I actually really love it. It's really it, it is. Yeah, because they like, do that
2: main move in the chorus where they've got a big gun or a rifle. Yeah. And they any kick any it back. gun
0: gun experts in the audience want to guess what they're holding? <laughs> <in> the- <laughs>
1: Well, it, it, it's it's an the upgrade bazooka. to like the dual it, handguns it, like. from Doo Doodoo. <laughs>
2: yeah, yes, but that's I, true. I love it, but because they they kick it back like they're shooting it, and they they lean into this like full body roll that it and it's a slow motion. So it kind of reminds me of those quick time events that you see in like action movies where people shoot guns mm-hmm. and like jump in slow motion.
0: This makes me wonder what what weapon are they gonna hold in the next video? It's gonna be a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, where where can they go like, from there? Like, riding on a
0: nuclear missile. Mm-hmm. Love the, the gun imagery. Love the Kill Bill and Tomb Raider vibe. And can we talk about Lisa's... Kick? Y- yes, we can. Like in the beginning of the song, <laughs> she just like kicks everybody in the face. She literally like, yeah, kicks down the dishes. I need more of that, Lisa, in my life. Mm. Is it during the bridge when the backup dancers come out? Mm-hmm. The whole that's, marching band? Yeah, that's
1: when you start he- hearing the, the snare drums. It yeah. feels like
0: it lasted a, a few seconds only. Why was it so short? Like I could have a whole song with that. It was a good
1: build. Mm-hmm. That bridge actually did work to mm. the audio advantage of the song. Having that snare drum drum off. Also gave you that very army like feel.
0: Yes, exactly. I mean there's such
1: parallels,
0: connections between like drumline culture, drill team, marching, step, and and the military. So how they influence each other and all have that in sync formation performance element is super cool. Like I just wish they gave more time to showcase it. It's such a rich performance art. I thought they played it at
1: the right time though. Like I'm I'm worried about it becoming like too stereotypically Teddy Frankenstein where it's like oh it's this <laughs> song and then it's this mm. song but I- indeed like it, it was a good percussion drum line that worked with the bassy hook in both the chorus and in the verses of the song. Michaela, you want to tell us who made this song?
2: (laughs) I'll give you three guesses. (laughs) (laughs) By Teddy, obviously, with some other producers like RT24 and Becca Boom.
1: Love RT. So
2: the general genre of the song is that trap EDM kind of vibe. But like you said, with those snare samples and obviously those horn samples that really kind of drive the energy of the
1: song. Yeah. Yeah, the horns are really dominant here. Mm -hmm. Having the song start with the horns, it's like, oh, I'm here. Announcement. Big parade, please. It created a real strong presence. I think
0: it had a strong introduction because you're kind of surprised. You're taken aback like, ooh, okay, I'm paying attention now. Right. But then they keep doing yeah. it. It's like horns, brass, okay, okay, we get it. The whole chorus is just listening to a horn on its own
1: <laughs> again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's the chorus where it really lost me. Yeah. The chorus for the singing, the vocals, I think are great. Mm. It's the instrumental of the chorus that you're like, okay, we already heard this part. <laughs> like, It's the same mm-hmm. beat it's the same like bassy tones that you get in the verses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have the same impact. That's right. And the rap and the flow within the verses already very strongly complement uh, that beat because it's almost that triplet. Is it a triplet? I'm not sure. But it's-
0: dun, 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 dun. That one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that yeah. Triplet, and especially
1: yeah. in Lisa's rap and Jenny's lyrics as well. That plays so well with that instrumental in the first verse and the second verse. Here I
2: I go, You look crazy, thank
0: you, baby. my you
2: plus me And
1: to that point, if the verse is already a drop, then you can't drop again. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah there's no way like, to go like, <laughs> like <laughs> you're already at 11 and That's you're like, so true. like okay now what like now where do we go So that's probably why they kept the two chorus like the first two choruses backwards. as being exactly the same as the verses. I guess my only suggestion would be like well just do a completely different drop. Just so that it's very clear that mm. like okay that that chorus yeah. is different from the verses. The pre-choruses, it felt like they were only in the song just so that both Jisoo and Rosé <laughs> had a chance yeah. to sing because their singing style Don't go so well with that more rap like flow that you got from both Jenny and Lisa.
2: Especially Rose. She has that nice, like, light acoustic voice. That's right.
1: Yeah, it always goes with the airy acoustic
0: guitar. Yeah. Not this time.
1: It almost makes, unfortunately each of these girls type cast within their own song. Yeah. You look at their entire discography. This is a common pattern where it's like, okay, who's going to take the pre-chorus this time? Is it going to be you, Jisoo, or is it going to be you, Rose? And in this particular case, it's both of them. They both split that pre-chorus. But this song would have been better if it was strictly Elisa and... And Jetty song <laughs> like straight up it would have mm. been better the last chorus though the third chorus and again this is the stereotypical like big bang formula 2 any one formula where the last chorus <laughs> is a stronger retake of the first two yeah and that's where you have a bit more of a pulsing beat <laughs>
0: They just drag too much, too much space.
2: Yeah, I wish that that pulsing beat was more consistent throughout the song because that's kind of why this wasn't a bop for me right out the gate because it has this kind of slower marching tempo to the song. Yeah. So it keeps it from being like in the club and dance to. It's kind of got this more... Oh,
1: uh, no, no, no. L- like you said, marching Okay, okay, okay. Th- th- I'm going to stop you right there. Like as a DJ who's going to like Uh-oh. hella drop this at the club tomorrow, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> it has exactly that. Yes, it is a marching feel, but it has that trap presence. This is the song that you might juxtapose with CLs, like Hello Bitches, or Four Minutes Crazy, or, um, I mean, it's Mm -hmm. right in that tempo range, and this is a song that you can play with really fast songs, and then you can slowly break it up with, like, a trap beat that's, like, a big, strong boom. That's true. I I can see the whole
0: crowd, like leaning back like boom and like going down going up and like getting
1: into the beat getting down yeah and it gives people that chance to be like hey like in between those breaks (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's because we get hella hyphy here in the Bay Area but that's what we do and for me as a K-pop DJ in the yay area like that works
2: yeah but then again like you're talking about how you're going to to remix it like straight out the gate the song doesn't have the that initial energy you're talking about these changes uh, no, that you no, have no, to make no, 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 no. like i mean going back to bonbon bon it wouldn't, it wouldn't like, for be me, my first song in a set that's right not a yeah, first song that, it for be me bonbon bon was the black pink song that i was expecting and so i feel like comparatively this song loses out for me because the energy and everything about bonbon bon was so much better in my my opinion than this I see. song.
1: I see. So mm-hmm. m- maybe, maybe the optimal route would have been to start with that drum line mm-hmm. that Stephanie so loves. We all commit love that makes you cry. Oh, make
0: love that kills you inside.
1: Yeah. Use that as the intro mm-hmm. so that you have that that build. Yeah, and then drop. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Boom, boom. Boom. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. See, done They should have had <laughs> us
1: in the studio So on that note of actually creating a build yeah. We weren't alone in this sentiment So Bukoi Brown <laughs> Bukoy Brown, i forgot pronouncing <laughs> that right Probably. tweeted at us saying that I've grown to like it a bit more but I haven't changed my mind mm. about this The trend towards shorter, more stream-optimized title tracks without room mm. for interesting song structure or carry-through on the build-up doesn't just kill this song. It's going to kill oh, K-pop as we know it. Dang.
0: How much time you spend on that tweet?
1: <laughs> I I don't know if I'm as pessimistic that it's going to kill the entire K-pop industry. Yeah. Indeed, there is a trend yeah, wow. going on right now, not just in K-pop, but in all pop music toward stream-optimized yeah. music. But as we're saying Because like you here, look at any
2: of the, the top tens right now, some of them are like under three minutes. Like Baby Shark.
1: Mm, <laughs> like true. Baby Shark. Oh my gosh. Could definitely use more of a build-up But the formulaic structure, Mm. it works for me. I don't know. I'm totally okay with that. It's fine, yeah. I'm not that mad.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and that also goes back to this song, again, putting it in the broader context of like what Blackpink are doing right now. They're going to Coachella. They're going to be promoting in the US. It makes more sense for them to be making a song that's not too... Uh, offensive not too out there and something that can be accepted by all audiences especially in the states
0: yeah. we read some reviews of the song and the album and pitchfork had this to say blackpink are specifically packaged to be representatives of south korea and appeal to as many people as possible they're edgy but not offensive Soft but not pushovers. Yeah, and they were exactly. trained for years so they could be flawless when they reach an American stage as big as Coachella. So if their music isn't changing the game, it's on purpose.
2: Yeah, no, I completely I feel agree. Like that
1: sums it up perfectly. But if you look at their discography, it almost feels like "Doo do 2.0. And between like this and do Doo this one goes harder than "Doo Doo mm-hmm. If you ask me,
2: I would disagree. I don't but know. I- well, I, I shall... think I'm starting to like
1: <laughs> do-do more now that this came out. I shall play both oh. in the club oh, really? tomorrow. Yeah. And I will let you know which one gets people more turned up. Please do. Thank (laughs) you.
2: Now that we're we're talking about this, it's is it about that time? It is that time. I think so. We're starting to give our biased opinions. Time to give our final scores for the concept. One being the lowest, five being the highest. How would you rate it? Starting with the concept, Peter?
1: Three point five. This is good Okay It's like I don't need all this really? Like flowery sign Deep metaphorical Provocative Intellectually stimulating stuff Like it delivers On the meaning I thought you loved it Spring day Peter I do love that But You don't always need that <laughs> To have a really good concept And this conveys The simple concept well And they kill it I see what you did there 3.5 uh, I give it a 3 I give it a 3 as well Solid but okay. not Out of the park Yeah On the audio <clears throat> Michaela one to five
2: this has to be like a 2.5 not really a three I do agree it's a great song but because it wasn't what I was expecting it kind of loses out it it is a great song and because it's a great
1: great song (laughs) that means you don't give it a (laughs) 2.5 whatever.
2: it's great in the context of I'm happy Blackpink finally have another song
1: Uh, okay okay
0: okay. uh, yeah that's a pretty low bar for great Stephanie, uh, yeah, I am. I don't think it's a great song. It has some positive elements, but I'm gonna have to go with just two point three.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, not a fan, Peter. It's right. a
1: P low. You, it's a three point eight four P low. I went through a one eighty. What I, I hated the song like going wow. into like. Just yesterday, I was gonna be like, "Do we really have to do this?" It's like black pink and all, but yeah, like, yeah, you were. I was gonna be like, "I'm just Pool gonna give it one, one, I was one, like, one. Get it together, Peter. But then I put some headphones on, and then I heard the bass, and then I was like listening to this on the Bart, and I was going like, "Hey!" And people are giving me stares and looks, <laughs> so it's I, it's a three point eight.
2: I do agree. If anything, people should go listen to if they don't have good headphones or good speakers, go listen to the bass. Boosted version? I feel no, like no, no, no. the mm-hmm. base in this song. Let's kill
1: bass boosted versions of it like all K pop in general because <laughs> they no one ever does it right. And this song okay, is already mastered then. perfectly. Just listen to it with the right so go go headphones. find some good speakers yes. and listen
2: to the bass
1: on the That song. is the correct answer. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's our resident DJ, everyone. Taking this oh, all DJ into hero. effect. The music, the message, yes. the lyrics, the choreography, the audio. Is this song um, Day daybreak or
2: not? Or not? not for me, mm-hmm. and it's a not for me as well. Blinks,
1: I got you on this one. This one is Palantir. <laughs> <hella ty-bock. laughs> oh wow. And I, I was Y'all don't know to How much this. of a 180 this I, is I, I totally people hated so it I know so I totally hated it And then we I need listened to, to it to post those Slack chats Thoroughly in the, the, the Twitter Just so people can yeah. see Yeah But after listening to it thoroughly You can't not like the song So On behalf of the Blinks Michaela and Stephanie mm-hmm. I'm going to say Listen to this again With like Bass friendly yes. Music yep. equipment Will do up for this episode. You can always chat with us on Twitter at The K-Popcast.
0: Or shoot us an email with some constructed feedback and episode ideas at kpopcastshow at gmail.com.
2: We reached out to our followers on Twitter and asked what they thought of the Kill This Love comeback.
1: Boy with the Lips could not be constrained by the 220 (laughs) or 40 or whatever it is character count on Twitter. No. So he sent us an extended DM he slid, slid into our DMs and he said okay. for me, Ooh. kill this love reminds me of the bam and boo-boom situation of last year mm. was huge and this follows in that same epic sound, but it doesn't quite soar as high as its predecessor it lacks that newness mm. and that quote, oh my god mindgasm, end quote that you often get with K-pop The concept was everything, though. Those visuals delivered. Side note, I'll always be here for a marching band. Justice for After School Bang! (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Bang! I also wanted to say that as someone who's been a fan of K-pop for a while, it's both exciting to see all records being broken and global domination, Mm. but I hope it's for the music and not just the clout. I think of how I Got a Boy was such a moment because no one could comprehend what just happened in those three odd minutes. Mm -hmm. The same way with Blood, Sweat, Tears. You shared it and streamed it because it was so different and amazing. I just hope K-pop fans and music itself doesn't lose that in favor of breaking records, as YG could have done something different and grows the Blackpink sound, but equally as epic.
0: Yeah. He says, great job again, guys, for spreading the good word of (laughs) K-pop.
1: I was like spreading the the gospel
0: (laughs) and giving the The fans some weekly content. You are very welcome. Thanks for being along on the ride with us. Thank you. Next, we have some feedback from someone with a hilarious name. I put the as in <laughs> Asba. <laughs> yes. Love it. Love Twitter. Perfect. They say, The song itself is a bop. I got goosebumps when I heard it. The brass horns whatever took me out. Fire. There Benji. were so many fits in the MV that I wanted the camera to stop cutting so frequently. The black, white, bittersweet dichotomy
1: throughout is very, very cool as well. That's right. I agree. Because they're killing that love. Mm-hmm. They're they're going from being in love to being like, let's destroy it. Let's let the world burn.
2: Yeah. And Marcy at Pink Cell One Two Three said, My favorite part was the fashion. Things I would never ever wear out, but are so fun to watch. The extravagance reminded me of Fantastic Baby by Big Bang. Mm. Also, Lady Rockstar Emoji, Lady Oh my gosh, so many <laughs> emojis. scientist emoji, lady. <laughs> Getting Married Lady Mermaid All the ladies. I also really enjoyed the song Keeps Growing On Me, Blackpink Always Does <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag k <K-pop>.
1: <laughs> And Heather at HP Henowitz Said I'm living for Lisa and kill this love. Her moves, fashion, and voice are killer. Wink emoji. She really shines in the music video. To be honest, it did give me a few listens to love this song. I was not expecting the chorus to go the way it did, but it's 100% a song I blast in the car and sing loudly. Ooh, I hadn't tried that yet. Maybe that'll make that, me like it. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> and, and you gotta get the, yeah, hydraulics the experience in your car and true YG music video fashion.
2: Oh, so it's bouncing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We're not doing it right, Stephanie. We have to get on Dang. this. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: by the way, did you see the hydraulic YG car? Because it had been in every, like, winner, big bang, black paint yeah. music video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was left out of this one. What does it all mean? It means YG is we going to Okay. K pop right. is produced by <laughs> myself, Stephanie Parker, Ariana Khan, edited by Peter Lowe and Michaela J. And if you want to join our team, Give us an email at kpopcastshow <laughs> at gmail.com. Signing off, let our listeners know where they can find you online. I'm at DJ Peter Love.
2: At Michaela JK Pop. At S Parker 2 Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe and share
1: online. And stream. Because this song is like, I don't know, doesn't need help. Okay. <laughs> Listen to Soyeon, everyone. No! Right, oh. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.
0: With a through, through,
1: through. Kill this now. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Let's kill this now. I can send a SFR with an What's she gonna do when I come, come through with that, that ah Uh huh. What's well, she gonna do when I come, come
2: through with that, that ah Uh huh. To go out, to go walk, to a, a walk like fire.